The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Having him around uh, energy-wise for me, it was, it was a relief. It was, it was something fun to be around him and forgetting almost what my job was, what I had to do with the team. And, and, and it's important to having a guy like that around for a lot of guys that, you know, there's so much pressure playing the NHL and playing the game and having to win. And, and him, he didn't care about none of that stuff. He was there, always smiley. He came to see you. If you didn't feel good, he sat beside you and be like, hi, and be like, how you doing? And tap you on the back. And, and it was just amazing. I'll never forget him. And never forget him. Those are the uh, the those are the memories of uh, former Edmonton Oiler George Larocque, as as he remembers Joey Moss today. Again, passing away yesterday at the age of 57. We have seen an incredible outpouring of of love for and memories of Joey over the past 24 hours or so. You know, he was an integral part of the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton football team, having worked as a locker room attendant for both organizations. Since the mid 1980s, you can share your thoughts at 780-496-0063. His smile, his work ethic, and of course his enthusiastic participation in the national anthem before the start of every game won't soon be forgotten. We'd like to welcome back the vice chair of the Oilers Entertainment Group and Oilers great Kevin Lowe. Kevin, thanks for joining me this afternoon. My pleasure, Jalen. It was nice to listen to George. Uh, he, I thought I think he articulated pretty darn well, didn't he? Yeah, he sure did, and it's been it's been wonderful to to see all of these memories and photos that have been coming up on social media streams, uh, Kevin. Over uh, the past 18, 20 hours or so since news of of Joey's passing uh, became public, what does that tell you? about Joey Moss and about how he touched Edmonton and how he touched sports fans and how he touched really everyone who ever saw him sing that national anthem? Yeah, good question. I, I think, um, you know, we always had, we had a sense of obviously his, uh, uh, his stardom within the city and even within the hockey world. But um, just the outpouring, as you touched on, is really really cemented uh the reality that um uh and as george touched on he was such a he he meant so much to so many people so many things you know he meant to the hockey players and what went on in the room and to the coaching staff and and the management where uh knew that his place in the dressing room really helped with with a lot of things like the psychology of what they were dealing with and then what he meant to the Down Syndrome Society, uh, not only in in Edmonton but throughout the country, and and just Edmontonians in general. Uh, um, I, you know, it's we've, we're less than 24 hours from the time he passed, but I suspect it's going to continue on, and uh, his legacy will be remembered forever, no no doubt. I know Bob Nicholson, uh, who runs the Oilers, is um, uh, you know talking to Daryl Cates and and talking to. They've had conference calls with. Uh, all the different past captains and 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 they've all made themselves available to to talk with the organization about what they think would be fitting in terms of memorializing joy uh you know whether it's a banner or a statue or whatever so mm-hmm. um uh, his legacy will live on for forever no doubt but uh i suspect that uh, the conversations about him will be will be uh, pretty persistent for the next few days 
Without a doubt. I think it was Barry Stafford who said uh, that Joey was the most famous person in Edmonton and he doesn't even or didn't even know it. And I think that was really true. Can you take us back to when you first met him and your initial your initial memories of, of him in the locker room and him uh, being a part of the Edmonton Oilers, Kevin? I sure can, Jalen. I, I would have met him actually before he even started with the Oilers. Uh, uh, would have been at the Moss uh, home. Over on the, uh, I'm trying to think of the area. It's just uh, off of 75th Street and um, just a little bit south, of, a little bit south of 75th, and and uh, I'm trying to think of the coordinates. Anyhow, uh, South Side, I guess South Side. Yeah. And um, invited there because I was living with Wayne, so this would be 1980 probably or 81. Would have been invited to the Moss family's uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, I don't think all the kids were there, but they were, they were very well represented. Joey's mom, Sophie, of course, was uh, well alive and, and, and the matriarch of that family. And that would have been the first time I would have met Joey. Probably was 16 or 17 years old. And um, uh, I believe we played touch football for a while and then went in and had turkey dinner. Except Joe's uh, turkey dinner was three uh, turkey sandwiches with lots of yellow mustard. Uh, he didn't care for the potatoes and the stuffing and all the other stuff. He wanted, he had three uh, white bread covered with mustard and turkey breast uh, for his Thanksgiving meal. When when <laughs> when we uh, when you when you look back at that time, and I know uh, Wayne was on with with Stauffer earlier today talking about um, you know Glenn Sather bringing him onto the team and bringing him into the room, and he said you know it, it it changed his life, but it changed our lives as well, and I'm guessing you feel that way as well. I I, I suspect it changed every player every member of that team who was with him for you know no matter how long if it was a year or whether it was 30 years well if you just think in the sense of you know if you've never been around with someone with down syndrome you know growing up as a person um you realize that hey there's they're 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 not much different than us (laughs) yet clearly that they um you know there are missing something, but they're very functional and very capable, very loving, and have all the emotions that we do. And uh, Joe was a diligent worker, so he was such a uh, just in the Oilers' little world, and I guess the uh, the uh, the Edmonton football team as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so that 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 was impactful for you know thousands of athletes. Uh, but then then you. Um, you know, you look larger within the city and and uh, all the different um, uh, uh, organizations that, that Joey did um, um, some um, public uh, uh, outings for, raising mm-hmm. money for different organizations. I mean, he, you know, no question an Edmonton icon. Uh, when Wayne first brought him, uh, he knew how capable he was. Um, but I'm sure Wayne would never have imagined that uh, what happened with Joey and, and, and his impact on so many people uh, would have, you know, would have transpired the way it did. You know what, Kevin, I, I chuckled last night. I was on Instagram and I saw your wife post, a, Karen post a, a beautiful picture of Joey on her Instagram um 
uh, on her Instagram feed yesterday and say, we're going to miss this incredible soul. My dancing partner at every Christmas party and the heart and soul of our Oilers, from players to staff to the wives, the mothers and fathers and the family and friends, Joey brought a smile to everyone's face and will forever be remembered. He's touched us all with his special heart. And I think, you know, we've heard a lot and we've seen there's videos even on his own webpage of him dancing. I think it was La Bamba was his favorite song, but he loved to dance. And he loved to have a good time. And, and Karen sharing one of those memories today as well. I heard Jack talk about the Christmas parties, the Oiler Christmas parties as well, where uh, Joey would like to get up and uh, and show off the dance moves too. Yes. Um, and I know uh, Karen really looked forward to that. Uh, you know, the Oilers Christmas party was a tradition. Uh, you know, the early days, there wasn't a ton of people there. And of course, uh, Joey being there was a was a big part of that. But uh, you know, Joey, uh, the Moss family were in the entertainment business. Uh, yeah. Uh, they used to travel around, and I'm sure you've talked about that, or for the listeners that don't know that, they were sort of a quasi-Partridge family, if anybody remembers <laughs> who the Partridge family were. And uh, Joe, Joey is very musical, so the so the dancing and uh, the entertainment part and the fact that, the you know, the people around him enjoyed it was, was all part of his upbringing, so... Uh, yeah, just so many memories. La Bamba, for sure, uh, was, uh, you know, that had to happen at least once or twice during the season. And <laughs> inevitably, it uh, it would happen when, uh, you know, quite often when the team was a little down in the dumps. And, uh, you know, the coaches or the captains, the leaders or, or the training staff uh, figured that the boys, uh, you know, they needed a little pick-me-up uh, uh, Jory was there to entertain with a little rendition of La Bamba. So, uh, you know, those are, those are the things that we'll cherish forever. You know what, Kevin? I know it's been a, a busy day for you with a, with a lot of different uh, interviews. I want to thank you for joining us once again on 6.30, Chad, and, and sharing some more memories for the listeners of the afternoon news. Always appreciate your time. Always enjoy talking to you, Kevin. I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you for this. My pleasure, Jillian. Thank you. Yeah, take care. Kevin Lowe joining us this afternoon. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been doing all sorts of interviews, as, as one uh, might expect. I, I saw this uh, last night. And I thought, you know, it was really important. It was a, it was a comment on on Twitter, and uh, and said, um, you know, Joey Moss was allowed to be inclusive before we use the word inclusive, and it went on to say, you know, why so many Albertans know of Joey Moss? It was because he had the opportunity to belong and be included. Remember that. Inclusion always matters. That was from a, uh, that was just a tweet on on Twitter last night. But it, but it it really struck me, and I thought, wow, how poignant is that? And and then there was another, then there was another uh, tweet that I saw from earlier today, and I and I'm just trying to find it uh, for you and see if I can. Uh... It's from a reporter. Let me just hold on a second. Uh, sorry for doing this live on air, but um, it was it was pretty it was pretty powerful stuff. This was uh, want to let you know about this as well as I'd mentioned that. Um, well, I'll find it during the break and I'll read it to you. But I wanted to let you know again the high level bridge is going to be uh, lit up in blue and orange and green and gold tonight in honor of Joey Moss. But also want to let you know if you haven't seen already, I just retweeted it. But the Edmonton Eskimos, right at center field, 
looks like they're just finishing it up right now at center field um, at uh, the brick field at Commonwealth Stadium. They have painted on on the 50 yard line a big football and it has Joey inside that football and it says 1963 to 2020 once always.